Our scripture today comes from Matthew, chapter 13, verses 24 through 30. Jesus told them another parable. The kingdom of heaven is like someone who planted good seed in his field. While people were sleeping, an enemy came and planted weeds among the wheat and went away. When the stalk sprouted and bore grain, then the weeds also appeared. The servants of the landowner came and said to him, Master, didn't you plant good seed in your field? Then how is it that it has weeds? An enemy has done this, he answered. The servants said to him, Do you want us to go out and gather them? But the landowner said, No. Because if you gather the weeds, you'll pull up the wheat along with them. Let both grow side by side until the harvest. At harvest time, I will tell the harvesters, first gather the weeds, tie them together in bundles to be burned. Then bring the wheat into my barn. May God add a blessing to the reading, hearing, and understanding of the scripture. Our hearts and minds are open. Don't throw the baby out with the bathwater. Have you heard that expression? It's been around for hundreds of years. And, and what that expression means is we don't want to throw something away uh, that is valuable while we're trying to get rid of something that we don't want or we think is bad or harmful. You know, when uh, our son Drew was younger, when he would color something, he, he had to be perfect. And, and so if he messed up at all, he would wrinkle it up and throw it to the side. And there, there would be times where there would just be piles of paper sitting around while, while he was coloring. He, he had that need that I think us humans have of wanting things to be right, wanting things to be perfect. We all get into that mode of wanting it to be better. We want to make sure that that vacation goes off without a hitch. We, we might look for another job because the one we have might be stressing us out a little bit. We might even leave our church because something's going on that we might not understand or don't like. And we also will cut friends out of our life because they've hurt us in some way. And this kind of perfectionism, this kind of desire to make our lives perfect rubs against what Jesus is teaching. This summer, we're looking at parables of Jesus out of the Gospel of Matthew, and these are what we call kingdom parables, where Jesus is teaching us what the kingdom of God is like, what the family of God is like. And, and when we can understand them, we can learn how to live a little bit better at being a family of God. In today's parable, it shows us that it's God's job to deal with evil in the world, not ours. Uh, the other day, we were in worship planning, and Mike Holly, our, our senior pastor, joked, he said, we're going to be in Matthew 13 until Christmas. Uh, and this chapter in Matthew 13 is just full of all of these little parables on what 
the kingdom of heaven is like. And parables often escape concrete explanation from the storyteller. But this one is a little bit different. A little later on in Matthew, Jesus gives an explanation of what this parable is like. And we'll get to that in just a second. Jesus comes out and he says, the kingdom of heaven is like a farmer who, who planted seeds in the field. And then as they grew up, an enemy came and planted weeds. This act of sabotaging someone else's field would have been common in those days. Common enough for the Romans to have actually put in their legal code a punishment for such an act. Now, the farmer's um, servants were the first ones to notice that, uh, that these weeds were in there. And so they said, hey, do you want us to get rid of them, to, to just take them out and start over, which would have been the common practice of the day. This is when this parable diverges into the unexpected, like most of Jesus's parables. The, the farmer insists that both the wheat and the weeds live together. And then when they are harvested, they'll put the wheat into the barn and they'll bundle up the weeds and throw them out. They'll be burned. Now, these weeds that Jesus was referring to are a poisonous plant called bearded darnel. And at first look, you can't tell the difference between the wheat and the weeds. I think we have a picture up here, and there's a little bit of a difference, but at first glance, it's hard to tell. It's not till the, the plants start to mature that you can tell one from the other, and by that time, the root system has gotten so tied together that you can't get rid of one without ripping out the other. And, and, and this parable was so perplexing to the disciples that they said, Explain this to us. And here's what Jesus said in verses 37 through 39. The one who sowed the good seed is the son of man. The field is the world. And the good seed stands for the people of the kingdom. The weeds are the people of the evil one. And the enemy who sows them is the devil. The harvest is the end of the age and the harvesters are the angels. In this parable, Jesus is telling us that there is a family of God. There's a kingdom of heaven. There are people following the king, but yet there's also an evil one. And there are people following an evil kingdom as well, And one of the thing, last things Jesus says to his disciples in the Gospel of John, he says, in this world, you will always have trouble. And earlier in Matthew 5, he says, the rain falls on the just and the unjust. Evil will always be around us. And from the beginning, people of faith, have tried to get rid 
of those weeds. Remember the story of Adam and Eve, <laughs> the very first humans on the planet. They were living in paradise. They had all of their needs met. They had everything that they needed. Nothing was missing. In fact, the only thing they were prohibited from doing was what? Eating of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. The problem is that when it is up to us, we tend to throw the baby out with the bathwater. It's God's job to deal with evil in the world. The good news is it's not ours. Uh, when we make it our job to weed out the evil in the world, we begin to separate some of those good things of life out as well. One of the things that we forget is that we're not responsible for the things that we don't have any control over. We've done lots of harm to people and ourselves by trying to weed out what we think is a weed, what we think is evil. And we're living in a time and a place where we are slowly segmenting ourselves off into like-minded tribes because we are attempting to weed out what we think is evil. And that is not the way it should be in the family of God. What if we took Jesus seriously? What if we took Jesus seriously enough to be a place that let weeds and wheat grow together? Well, one of the things that I think is that sounds crazy, doesn't it? But that is what Jesus is saying the kingdom of God is like. Now, one of the things we teach here at Asbury is that transformation is not something that happens overnight. That transformation takes us making small steps on a regular basis, and those steps over time is what causes real sustainable change in our life. And I wanna look at some ways that we can begin to bridge a gap between who we are right now and who God knows that we can be, who God knows that we can be a place where wheat and weeds are found together. The first thing is be slow to make judgments. You know, we all make judgments. Uh, it's a natural part of the human condition, partly because judging is easy. It's easy for us to make a snap judgment on something. In fact, I think our brains are hardwired to do it. So our brains don't have to process every little thing that's happening throughout the day. But we need to be slow to make those judgments. Judging is a way for us to put the world into some kind of order, right? We create 
a space where something is better than something else. Something is superior to something that's inferior. And when we judge, it shuts us down from understanding what's happening in the world. Trying to understand what's going on in the world is much harder than judging. To understand something takes a deeper level of thinking. It takes time. It takes compassion. It's a lot of work. And when you do that, when you slow down, keep an open mind. When we're open-minded, we're seeking to understand someone else's perspective. Be curious, be curious as to why someone might think the way that they do. And be empathetic. Be people who listen and give each other the benefit of the doubt. Uh, Dietrich Bonhoeffer puts it this way. Judging others makes us blind, whereas love is illuminating. By judging others, we blind ourselves to our own evil and to the grace which others are just as entitled to as we are. Uh, when we slow down to make judgments, then we can just be with people. Uh, we're going to have people in our lives that, that we think are weeds. Uh, and we're going to want to eradicate them from our group. Uh, I'm going to take just a small time out. I am not talking about people who have caused you physical or emotional harm here. I'm talking about people that you might have a different political opinion with. I'm talking about people who might think something so differently about the Bible that you might even say is heretical. It's not our job to weed them out of our community. Even in extreme differences, we can find common ground with each other. Having a different political opinion than somebody or a different way of thinking about the Bible than somebody is not a big deal. But vilifying them on Facebook, pushing them out of our small groups is a big deal. The Big C Church has been really, really bad at weeding out what it thinks is poison. However, we here at Asbury, we don't have to be that way. We have the ability to change how we treat each other. We don't have to follow the culture and be a place where everyone has to look the same, act the same, or else we consider them evil and we're gonna show them the door. That's not the way of Jesus. We can be a light into the community by just being with people and showing them the light and the love of Christ. And we do it simply by being nice to each other. It sounds simple. It's actually pretty difficult. Uh, I was talking with Robin White this week. She's our adult ministry director. And I said, you know, preaching through Matthew 13 is kind of tough because every one of the parables mean the same thing. You know, we could sum it up by 
Jesus told everyone to stop it. <laughs> That's what Jesus is saying here. Stop it. Stop treating each other badly. Stop being mean to people you disagree with. Stop calling people evil who have a different point of view than you do. If we're slow to judge and we just be with people, we can do that because God's gonna make it right. There's plenty of evil in the world. As much today as there was in Jesus's day, you could have asked any of the disciples if Jesus would have said, what miracle can I do to make life better? Well, they could have picked between poverty, injustice, prejudice, prostitution, oppression, drunkenness, drought, disease. That list sounds pretty familiar, doesn't it? They would just have to say, Jesus, just look at the world. Just, just look around you. Surely some of these weeds need to be ripped out. But that's not the way Jesus wanted to go. Remember, they thought that they were getting someone who was going to come in and kick down the door and take some names. <laughs> but they got someone to come in and serve. You know, we're pretty good at throwing the baby out with the bathwater, aren't we? Do you know where that story came from? Uh, well, it landed in our vernacular or expressions, I don't know what you call that, an English teacher can correct me on all that, around the early 1500s. And it came because, you know, it was quite difficult for people in that era to draw a bath. I mean, think about it. Uh, you'd have to go find water from a well, from a pump, from a stream, You'd have to bring enough water into the house to fill the tub. And, and unless you like lit a fire under the tub, it'd be pretty hard to, to keep enough warm water there for people to take an enjoyable bath. And so the legend goes that, that whole families would use the same bath water, starting from the oldest and going to the youngest. So, so the baby would get that dirty bath. And it would be really easy not to even recognize the baby in the tub. And they would walk the tub out of the house and dump it. We are just like that baby. We are filled with the mud and gunk and junk of all the weeds around us in this world. But it's not our job or your job to make us all clean. That's God's job. And I am so thankful that it is because I know that there is enough evil on me to where somebody could desire to cut me out. And that's not how God wants to do it. Let's pray together. God, we just thank you for loving us enough for being with us enough to care for us, even in our brokenness. Help us to be a place where we 
own that our job is not to weed, but our job is to simply be wheat, to do good and spread your light. In Jesus' name, amen.